Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you today. Uh, today, uh, we have a treat for the people of God, and uh, we thank you, praise God, for just his manifold blessings. Uh, we thank God for his goodness toward us. Uh, we thank God for you. Thank God for everything that he has done for us and what he's about to do. We count it a great privilege and honor to be in the presence of the Lord. And so we are excited today because God has made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we are grateful and thankful that we're in the midst of the blessing. And uh, I say that with a lot of uh, confidence because uh, we're in a real uncertain time. And uh, de desperate times calls for desperate measures. And so uh, we say that with all sincerity and truth. And uh, just want to thank God for uh, my wife and family. Thank God for our pastor, uh, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison of the Pentecostal Power Church. Uh, we definitely want to thank God for all the people of God that are tuned into the broadcast to be with us today. So we want to say God bless you and thank you for tuning into the broadcast. And so we have a good uh, lesson plan laid out before us today. And so we want to talk about a very, very important aspect of the word of God. And we're going to talk about, uh, you know, healing from the hurt. And uh, this series is probably going to take a little while because there's a lot in here dealing with hurt. And we're going to start out with Israel. We're going to start out with God's people, Israel, and then we'll go a little bit farther. But we want to say to you today, God bless you. And we want to say, uh, keep trusting and keep believing God. And before we get into this class, we'd like to talk about our sidebar. We know that the president has come down with COVID. Uh, 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 Nanny has came down with COVID, all of his advisors and stuff is coming down with COVID. And so we say that to say this is that the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And so don't let people fool you. Don't let people deceive you. Trust God. Have faith in God. Put your trust and confidence in him and let him let him work it out. Because I know there's nobody like the Lord. And so as we get ready to get into this uh, broadcast on today, we want to. Uh, we want to have a word of prayer. And so as we get ready to have a word of prayer. Let us pray at this time. 
eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we come before your presence and before thee, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify and lift up your holy name. We give you glory and praise, God, for your Holy Spirit, for you are so holy. And Father, we thank you. We give you homage. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Lord, because you have brought us out of so many storms, we thank you. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for the people of God. And Father, as we pray today, we pray that you would move by your power and your anointing right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you would grant healing to those that are hurting, those that are bereaved. We pray that you would comfort. We pray that you would encourage. We pray that you would uplift. And Lord, we pray that you would reclaim those that are backslidden, those, oh God, that are falling by the wayside, those that are falling down, Lord, we know you're able to pick them up. And, oh God, as we share in the word of God today, direct our hearts, direct our minds, give us direction like only you can. And, Father, we thank you, and we forever give you glory. We give you honor, and we give you praise. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. So we're going to go ahead and get into the word of the Lord. Uh, definitely want to just say to my lovely lovely wife, the love of my life, want to say praise the Lord to Sister Newsom and uh, Missionary Newsom and to all of the saints, we, we love you and we want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. And so we're going to get into the word of the Lord. Turn your Bible to uh, Jeremiah. We want you to turn to uh, Jeremiah chapter 8. Uh, we want you to turn to Jeremiah chapter 8. And uh, we're going to stop right there. I want you to go to Jeremiah chapter eight, and we're going to read uh, the eighth chapter of Jeremiah. So just want you to bear with us here as we uh, go through this. All right, we're going to look at uh, Jeremiah chapter eight, and we're going to start at uh, we're going to start at verse one. We just want to get the whole gist of it, and it says, "At that time, said the Lord." They shall bring out the bones of the kings of Judah and the bones of the princes and the bones of the priests and the bones of the prophets and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem out of their grave. And they shall spread them before the sun and the moon and all of the host of heaven whom they have loved and whom they have served and after whom they have walked and whom they have buried. They shall be for dung upon the face of the earth and the death and death shall be chosen rather than life. My, my, and death, verse three. Uh, we're going to go to uh, 
Jeremiah chapter 8, verse number 3, and it reads here, And death shall be chosen rather than life by all the residue of them that remain of this evil family, which remain in all the places whether I have driven them, said the Lord of hosts. And we're gonna we're not going to be able to get it all today. We're going to read down to about, uh, let's see, about verse 13. We're going to try to get down to verse 13 today, and then we'll finish it out uh, if the Lord's will on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, but let us take a look at uh, Jeremiah 8 and 4. All right. In Jeremiah 8 and 4, it reads, Moreover, thou shalt say unto them, Thus said the Lord, Shall they fall and not rise? Shall he turn away and not return? Why then is this people of Jerusalem slidden back by a perpetual backsliding? Mm. They hold fast deceit. They refuse to return. I hearkened and heard, but they spake aright. No man repented him of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turned to this course as the horse rushed into battle. Yea, the stork in the heaven know it, her appointed times, and the turtle and the crane and the swallow observe the time of their coming. But my people know not the judgment of the Lord. How do you say we are wise and the law of the Lord is with us? Lo, certainly in vain made he it. The pen of the scribe is vain. The wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Lo, they have rejected the word of the Lord. And what wisdom is in them? Verse number 10, Jeremiah 8 and 10. Therefore, Will I give their wives unto others and their fields to them that shall inherit them? For every one from the least unto the greatest is given to covetousness. From the prophet even unto the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. Mm, praise God. Verse number 11 of uh, Jeremiah chapter 8, verse number 11. For they have healed the herd of the daughter of my people slightly saying peace when there is no peace were they ashamed when they had committed abomination say so were they ashamed when they had committed abomination nay they were not ashamed neither could they blush it says neither would they blush praise God Neither could they blush. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall. In the time of their visitation, they shall be cast down, said the Lord. Verse number 13, Jeremiah 8 and 13. He says, I will surely consume them, said the Lord. And there will be no grapes on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree, and the leaves shall fade. And these and the things that I have given them shall pass away from them. Praise God. And that's, um, that's a lot more we could say today. 
But I want to say to the people of God today, um, it's so easy to be deceived. And so I want to say to the people of God, uh, the biggest hurt that I see happening among believers is them being deceived by other believers and also being deceived by themselves. But the greater problem is when you deceive yourself. But it, but it does affect us when we are deceived because uh, we can put our faith and confidence in a lot of things, but we need to have our faith and confidence and trust in the Lord. Uh, in uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it, you know, it lets us know, you know, we should trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. It's very critical. It's very important that we trust God in these last days. But here in Jeremiah, uh, the king's bones were brought out. Those that they gave homage to, those that we, they respected, you know, those that they uh, worshipped. And God let them know that uh, that the graves of Judah people was going to be open. And it was going to be horrible because they honored the dead more than they did the living. And the reason why I say this, they honored the dead and uh, they believe in honoring the dead. You know, the Jewish culture is belief in honoring the dead. And so um, it was one of the highest insults is to reopen the grave of uh, one of the uh, uh one of the uh, Israelites or Judas people. And so to open the grave up, it was like an insult. It was like opening another wound, praise God, you know? And so uh, God allowed this to happen. He told prophet Jeremiah to share this with them. And he allowed this to happen because he wanted them. Um, he wanted to give them a message. And so uh, opening uh, the grave that they honored very, very highly, was one of the highest insults that could happen to them. But this would be an ironic punishment for why they were worshiping idol gods. They had worshiped, uh, you know, the host of heaven. They had worshiped these previous predecessors, kings, and those that were set up. And God opened up the graves and put the bones on top of the ground so that the host of heaven could see and that they could see that they had backslidden. They had turned away from God. So if you just came on with us today, I want to say praise the Lord. We're in Jeremiah 8, and we started at Jeremiah 8 and 1 through 13. But we're going to get down through here. We're going to read the whole chapter of 8, uh, 8 chapter of Jeremiah this week. So we want you to stay with us. All right, so we want to say this here. God did this because he wanted to punish them uh, for their idolatrous ways and for worship and for idol worship. And their bodies will be laid out before the sun, moon, and stars uh, because God knew that their gods couldn't save them. They had worshipped these false gods and had more hope and trust and uh, honor for them than they did the true and living God. And so God did, uh, he did a great miraculous thing when he spoke to Jeremiah and told him what he was going to do. He was going to open up the graves and scatter their bones out and, uh, you know, and see who was going to be able to deliver them. Praise God. 
And so when the Lord did this, uh, he shared with Brother Jeremiah that they were going to fall and not rise. And so here, here's another thing. You know, uh, when a person falls, he or she got to realize that they, they were headed in the wrong direction. Sometimes, you know, when we when we look at falls, you know, in our lives and I'm, I'm talking about believers now, I'm not talking about, you know, people that's in the world. I'm talking about believers. We look at the individual fall. But we really we need to take a closer look. And realize that uh, the fall happened because they were going in the wrong direction. Now, here, here, here is the kicker here. The grace of God gives us a space to repent, praise God. If we don't uh, hear the voice of God, hear the word of God, and I, I really uh, didn't get a chance to finish the message on yesterday, you know, about taking heed to the word of God and, you know, uh, you know, being able to uh, have the ability, you know, to display, you know, uh, present a life of holiness. And so the people of God uh, in Jeremiah time, they had backslidden. So they were no longer presenting, you know, a life of wholeness to the surrounding nations or to, to, the, to the other people that was paganistic. They had got just like them. Praise God. And, you know, I don't mean that you know, I get a little excited about the word. So y'all y'all forgive me. But I'm just saying, you know, they had got to a point where they were just like the people they were surround, surrounded with and accompanied with. And this is why it's so very, very important. You know, the word of God tells us that we should love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, for all that's in the world, lust of the flesh, lust of die, and the pride of life. For these things are not of the Father, but they are of the world. And so uh, false teaching had got in. This is where, this is where I'm headed, you know, with, with Jeremiah people. False teaching had got in and caused the people to backslide, praise God. And this is why I say when we look at the fall, we got to first look at what was the person eating, praise God. I'm talking about spiritually now. What were they spiritually digesting? Because if you're taking in truth, the scripture says, if you do these things in Peter, you will never fall. Okay, whatsoever is lovely, honest, pure, you know, and of a good report. All right. So if we do the things according to God's word and according to Colossians 1 and 9. If we do the things that are well pleasing unto God, we don't have to, you know, be so concerned about falling because God is able to keep us from falling. But Israel fell because of false teachers. They were deceived by false teachers. And this is uh, the reason for the fall, the image. And Bishop talked so good about it. Praise God. I enjoy pastor teaching on the image. It kind of got me looking at some things right now. Uh, the fall in the garden came for the same reason. Eve and Adam, Eve was deceived and Adam transgressed because he just disobeyed God. And the same thing the devil is bringing to the body of believers today. If he can bring in deception, if he can bring in false teaching, if he can bring in lukewarmness, if he can bring in idol worship and, and have the people of God and believers think that it's okay to come in 
and not lift your hands to God. That is one of the greatest sins that we can commit before God after all that he has done for us. The only thing he asks in return is that we give him the worship. Praise God. And when we give other things more attention than we give the Lord, we're headed for big trouble, my friend. And so I hope we hope we don't uh, mistake what's going on in this story in Jeremiah 8. We're going to get the whole chapter of Jeremiah 8, and we're going to break it down, you know, verse by verse. But we're, we're at verse number four right now. When a person falls, they fail because they were headed in the wrong direction. It only makes sense to get up and change directions. That will help you get back up. But here's the problem. Uh, they refuse to change direction. And so uh, God watched that nation. He watched them closely and he saw the people living sinful lives like we see in our today, uh, in, in today's time. We see people living in sin and they living in sin by choice. We have a commission. Our commission is to compel men and women everywhere to repent, compel them to come and serve the true and living God. Now, God was watching. He saw that their sinful lifestyle, they were doing it by choice because we're free will agent. God did not, uh, he did not, uh, uh, get in a real, real tizzy. He was offended. God's anger was kindled, but he knew that the gods, when he, when he brought them bones up out the grave and scattered them and they were insulted, he knew that there was no deliverance in them bones. Praise God. And so God watched their reaction. Praise God. God watches our reaction as well. And look at this. Uh, God watched the nation. He saw the people living their sinful lives and they were deceiving themselves because they thought, uh, that by living in sin uh, and living the way they were living, they thought there would be no consequences. Isn't that something to be so blinded by the sin that you commit that you think there's no consequences? Sometimes we get elevated. Sometimes we get uh, in areas in ministry. We get in areas in uh, the natural sector of the world. We get in positions of power. And we feel like we're untouchable. But I want to say to you, you're not untouchable because God wanted to show them. And if, if I could preach, if I could preach a sermon about this particular lesson plan today, it would be you're not untouchable. Praise God. It would be you are not untouchable because we serve a God that sits high, a holy God, a holy, just God. He sits high and he looks low and he knows your thoughts are far off. The people uh, was deceiving themselves by the sin choice, by the idol worship they made. They thought that God wasn't going to bring them into judgment. And this is why God sent the prophet Jeremiah to them. And look at this now. They had lost perspective concerning God will for their lives. We too can lose perspective when we begin to focus on things rather than God. 
Your thing can't deliver you when you're in trouble. Your thing can't heal you when you need healing in your body. And so we need to shift our focus from the things back to God. Listen to me, my friend. When they lost perspective, uh, they were trying to minimize their sin. They tried to say it wasn't a big deal. We too, when we talk about holiness, people get upset. They think, well, it's not no big deal. I'm not, I'm not out here drinking. Praise God. You know, I'm just, you know, I just came to church and, you know, didn't give God no worship. What a greater sin. Praise God. After all God has done that you would not give him worship. Praise God. So it's very, very important that we watch, you know, our attitude and what we display before God. Because he's, he's, he sees us, as I said Sunday, he sees us. There's some indicators that shows that we're headed in the wrong direction. You don't need, you don't need always somebody to tap you on the shoulder and tell you what it is that's causing you to be in the state that you're in. Sometimes we already know. And sometimes God has just given us a space, a space of grace, a space to repent, a space to turn around. Praise God. And if we do not take the opportunity to turn around, praise God, we can find ourselves in a dire state as Judah did. Now, Jeremiah, giving you a little history, Jeremiah was the prophet to Judah, praise God, as a nation, praise God, all right? He was the prophet to Judah. But look at this now. He says here, uh, when you're doing what you want to do, you're doing how you want to do it, and you're doing it when you want to do it, there's nothing wrong with that. But when we leave God out, that becomes a problem. And so I don't want nobody to misunderstand me on this Bible study today. You know, uh, healing from the hurt. We got to first find out what's ailing us. Praise God. And sometimes the very thing that we think ain't ailing us is the thing that's ailing us. Let me give you an example. You know, one time, uh, me and my wife, we were eating. We had bought some fresh pork chops. Praise God. We had bought these fresh pork chops and uh, cooked them and ate them and fried them. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't have a, a, a problem with eating pork uh, in terms of, you know, doesn't mess with my blood pressure or anything. And so neither neither does, uh, you know, my wife either. But to make a long story short, I'm just sharing this story. Um, we cooked, you know, we, she prepared those fresh, uh, pack of, uh, pork chops. It was only like, uh, we only ate, like we cooked four and we only ate one a piece. And so there was like two left, but later on that evening, after we had the pork chops, you know, we, uh, you know, laid down the rest or whatever, you know, I noticed just a little slight, slight headache, but my wife, her headache was pounding, praise God. Her head, her, her, her head was actually pounding. 
And so the first thing, and I want to share this, the first thing I said, you know, I think it was those pork chops. I suspect that it was them pork chops we ate. The first thing my wife says, she says, I don't think it was the pork chops. I just think it was uh, probably just something else. And so I said to my wife, I said, the next time we can prove this point, the next time, you know, we eat pork chops, um, you know, your head is not hurting the day, day before, day after. So now the next time we cook pork chops and have pork chops, when you eat the pork chops, if your head go to hurting, then that's the source of the problem. Now I'm going back spiritually to Jeremiah chapter eight. These people, they were sinning, thinking that they were not going to have any consequences for their sin. And it was very, very suspect that their idolatrous ways from not worshiping and giving God praise and glory was the reason why God was going to bring punishment to them. Praise God. And sometimes we too, we try to deny even, 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 even sometimes we allow people to, you know, and then, you know, here's the thing that wasn't a bad thing, you know, cause the pork chops, you know, gave us a headache, but here's the thing. It's a bad thing for us to be deceived into thinking I can eat more and more pork chops without any consequences. Praise God. And so the point I'm making, sometimes people think, uh, you know, just a little sin won't hurt but just a small amount of sin will cause you to miss heaven. And so we have to make sure that we are on guard as God sent the word to Judah by Jeremiah, the prophet, letting them know that the priest was giving false assurances. He said they had healed the daughter of my people slightly. You know, they said peace and there was no peace. Oh, y'all, y'all. Oh, glory be to God. They had, they said, peace, peace. And there was no peace. You can see it in Thessalonians. The Bible, the book said the man of sin going to be revealed when people say peace and safety, then going to come sudden destruction. So did this happen as well. They were giving people false assurances rather than correction. I'm just giving it to you. Praise God. Now what, you know, I'm just sharing with what God has given me today. And sometimes we too, as, as uh, men and women of God that has a mandate over our life. Yeah. We all want a friend. Yeah. We all want to be loved, but for the sake of giving people the truth of the state that they're in, it's time to give them the truth so they can make a soul decision. Praise God. And people will not make a soul decision unless you give them truth. How can we correct a fault or turn from sin if our leaders tell us it's all well? Now, I'm asking you the question. Now, you can text me and give me the answer, or you can call me. I'm at 414-628-0568. But I got the question. How can we correct a fault or turn from a sin if our leaders tell us it's all well? That's one of the biggest deception you know that you can deal with and it ain't have to be your leader you can be tell you can be reading the word telling yourself uh i'm okay the way i am knowing that the word telling you you need to change praise god knowing the word is telling us not just you <laughs> i want to make sure i make this clear 
The word is talking to all of us, especially to me first, telling me I need to change. And so if I refuse to do that thing that God speaks to us, there will be consequences and there's no need to me to keep deceiving myself that things are going to get better when they're not. They're only going to get better when we start obeying God. I don't care what's going on in this pandemic. I don't care what's going on in this world we live in. If we obey God, we would avoid certain judgments. If we would obey God. Some judgments Israel didn't get in simply because when during the times that they obeyed God, they were able to avoid a lot of calamity. A lot of their enemies wanted to see the, see their demise and see their fall, but God upheld them when they kept his commandments. And so will God keep you when you keep his commandments. Ain't no sense in us fooling ourselves, thinking God going to keep us when we're being disobedient. And we're not walking according to his word. It don't work that way. Righteousness shall exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. He says here, and I, I don't want to skip down, but we're going to pick this back up tomorrow. We're going to have to pick it back up tomorrow. But I, I want to share with you this. We have to realize that uh, we got to be aware of people who are always agreeable. You know. And I thank God, you know, God had put this in my spirit to share. We have to beware of people that are always agreeable. We're not going to always agree. Praise the Lord. Don't you be deceived. We're not going to always agree. Now, when it comes to the things of God and the word of God, we should be in agreement. But I'm talking about our preferences, our likes, and our desires. We may not agree on everything concerning those items. Praise God. So we need to make sure that we're very, very careful that we don't, uh, you know, put more emphasis on those other areas than we do the Lord. So when we all come to church, when we all come together, we all should be with one mind and with one accord and in one place. Praise God. Then you can see the miracles. Praise God. People, where did the miracles go in the church? Uh, where did the healing go? Healing in, healing is still there. Healing is in his wings. But we will get the manifestation of God when we get into the oneness of God. Praise God. I hope I said something to encourage you today. Uh, we just want to say God bless you. While we see uh, Mother Flowers, we want to say God bless you, uh, Mother Flowers, uh, to Missionary Newson, we want to say praise the Lord to y'all, to my wife, Missionary Newson, praise the Lord, Sister Newson, and to Mother Flowers, and to all of you that are listening to the broadcast today. I hope I said something uh, that may have enlightened you or may have encouraged you. We're going to pick it back up again on Wednesday, okay? We're going to be on YouTube and Facebook, so you can uh, watch us on YouTube or Facebook, and uh, we want to make sure that you tune in, stay locked. Uh, we're talking about this week, uh, healing from the hurt. And our our one word message to the people of God is reclaimed. And the only way we're going to be reclaimed by God, there must be a turning. There must be a turning and direction of repentance. And once there's repentance, 
there can be revival. And so we're headed for revival this month. Um, I'm saying in terms of the faith in God and in that TV. And so we're headed into revival. So we want to uh, just let you know that you can be reclaimed and you can be healed from the hurt. Don't let nobody tell you that God is not a healer. He's able to heal and he's able to deliver you. And so I want you to know, hold on to God, get closer to God, worship God and love God. Praise God. And if you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul and all thy strength, you will see the manifestation of God's goodness. I want you to know that we love you and we only want to say words that's going to be consolation to the people that are in Christ. And so we want to say God bless you to all the people of God, especially those that are listening, even to you. If you're not saved, we here. We here for you. We here on the Faith in God Internet TV ministry to reach out to all walks of life. We're sowing seeds to a diverse population. We're sowing seeds of faith, one seed at a time. And so we hope that your faith will be increased. So we're going to go before his throne as we get ready to dismiss from this portion of the broadcast. We look to see you on Wednesday if the Lord's will. If you desire to sow into the faith in God in that TV broadcast, please download uh, the app, the cash app to any Android or iOS device. You can download cash app to Android or iOS device. And uh, once you put your credentials in and set up your banking information, which is private, you can uh, sow to dollar sign fidget TV dollar sign F I G I TV. So if you'd like to do that, we appreciate your help and support on Wednesday. We're going to be broadcasting from uh, our studio. We kind of made some uh, adjustments. So we hope um, that uh, that goes well. And we ask that you would uh, tune in to us uh, so you can see some of the newest uh, updates and uh, features that we're kind of making ready to improve the quality of service that we're providing to all the saints. And so we want to say, God bless you. God keep you until next time. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the faith in God, internet TV until next time. God bless you in Jesus name.